Welcome into the fourth mother box. Oh my god, it's that time again. We're here to ruin your weekend if it hasn't been ruined already by you eating too many donuts from Voodoo or potentially the donut bar if it's still out there in Scottsdale. But welcome into the fourth mother box. You are following us. Hello there. I forgot that the video was on at fourth mother box on Instagram. Um, Facebook somewhere, Fourth Mother Box, and hopefully YouTube this time. We're going to try it again until we get it right. I promise we're not this stupid. We're, we're just a lot busier. I am Tom Okri. Joining me as always from what's been known as the Puerto Rico of the, of, of, of the suburbs of Chicago, but actual Puerto Rico sounds like it's easier and better to live in. Um, joining us as always is Kyle Cosentino. Kyle, how the hell are you today? Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, you mentioned donuts, and yesterday was National Donut Day. So happy belated National Donut Day, everyone. There Hopefully we go. you had your donut. You know what's funny? We went, Courtney and I went to Universal yesterday because um, I was jonesing to see the Universal's um, tribute store for the month of D- June, which is Jurassic Park and its 30th anniversary. And um, so we brought home Voodoo Donuts, as one does when they uh, walk by it on City Walk. But, man, that tribute store is absolutely phenomenal. Um, if you're anywhere near Orlando and you're a Jurassic Park person, you got to come to this. It's so good. Like, Kyle, yeah, it, might, you... it might be worth money for you just to go into debt to come back out to Orlando to see this. Oh, you're playing a dangerous game, my friend. I think there's a... Uh, holiday or something coming up, right? Oh yeah, that's July fourteenth. Oh, uh, we. Oh, do you have what is that? June. Do you have Juneteenth off? Ju- I do. Oh shit! <laughs> do it. Uh. Oh boy, <laughs> you said it, and now it's out there. So yeah, well, I did. I mean, it's out on the internet forever. So. And July fourth too. That's a thing. But then again, I I have work on July third. I don't I don't understand this. Like, I think July fourth is on a Tuesday, and they're making us work Monday. It's bullshit. That is very unpatriotic of your of your work people. Yeah, well, they. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> um. So yeah, National Donut Day. It's a great day. Yeah, Great we day to be an American. Yeah, I typically every time I'm done with getting a new tattoo, I bring home Voodoo Donuts because I get tattooed. I'm a, I'm a pristine tattoo bitch. I get them out the City Walk at Universal Orlando, and we bring home a dozen Voodoo Donuts. Um, and those are spectacular if you're over here at Universal and you're checking out that Jurassic Park tribute store. And like, I don't want to really spoil much, yeah. Um, because like I'm trying to tempt you guys to go see it, and it's barely been out there. I posted a few pictures on my personal Instagram, and maybe I'll toss a few just to promote this episode. But the Velociraptor, there's an incredibly popular scene that re- they recreated um, with a toilet bowl. I'll just leave it at that that you could take pictures with, and a uh, bunch, ah! of, yeah, bunch of great treats. And they have old school like Jurassic Park figures on display, like, and that hit me. Like like nostalgia, that hit home. And one of the last things I'll say about this, because I really do want to tell this story. Um, I sent the picture to Kyle, but the like right before you get in, there's that Triceratops like statue that's reminiscent of the Triceratops in the, the Jurassic Park movie, the one that Doc, Dr. Grant and Ellie Sadler stopped. They looked through the dino droppings, droppings, you know, um, looked through the shit to find out why she's sick, and 
Alan Grant's like on her stomach, you know, just listen to her breathe. Um, and then Ellie stays back and then they have to get back in the car and then chaos ensues. So they have the statue of that Triceratops and that immediately took me back to when my stepmom and my dad took my sister and I to Disney World and then Universal for the first time in like December 93. The ride and stuff wasn't out yet, but I was so into Jurassic Park. And I remember that that Triceratops, potentially the same one in my head, I'm going to say it was, was out. And I remember seeing that as a seven-year-old and I was just like so taken aback. And that's a core memory. To see that yesterday, it's like, man, grabbed me. Like, so... It's so cool how theme parks can do that shit. You know, kudos to Universal and kudos to Disney, too. You know, we're on their ass about the closing of the Star Cruiser and everything else, but they still should get credit for the great stuff that they do with that as well. So that's why Kyle's coming out either Juneteenth or July 4th. Uh, July 4th will be better, by the way. But anyway. Wow. Um yeah, that's a great story. And, uh, you know, I've actually, on the socials, I've been, I've been seeing a lot about Jurassic Park. Uh, you know, like it, it was blowing up quite a bit. So it's good to see that. And I I I have I remember going to Universal when I was young, too. And I remember when they opened the Jurassic Park ride there. And I was, like, real young. I was there for the opening for the Jurassic Park ride and then the Indiana Jones ride. So Damn. Like, I think these are two two amazing rides uh that i'm very i feel very proud of that it was honored that i was there to see it when it was open and and i remember being a kid just being blown away were you on were you there day one for indiana jones like day one um no i don't think so definitely not but like it was it was like right when it 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 opened up so it was like brand new when we got there so it was like really cool i i remember being terrified is all shit about the the T-Rex in the waterfall, like, I was fucking terrified as a kid. Yes. I, I mean, let, let, let's be honest. That's still terrifying, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's as close as you're ever going to get to, like, a real T-Rex about ready to chomp you. You know, I've had many a dreams about being chased by that T-Rex. <laughs> so so to see that in real life, it's kind of wild. Were you ever? Did you ever have a dream when you were on the toilet and you got eaten by a T-Rex? I have not, no. Uh, my dreams on the toilet are normally after I've had like copious amounts of Taco Bell and or White Castle past 1.30 a.m. in the morning. That's normally... Ah, well, that that, that only makes sense. Yes. That only makes sense. Yeah. I should just be playing fart noises right now, even though you can't hear them over here. There we go. We're playing w- fart noises. Good, good. Yeah. I would expect nothing less. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we can distinguish the you know your voice from these fart noises. Can you guys tell that these are farts or Kyle? Vote now on our story on Instagram. Farts or Kyle? Yeah, it's really indistinguishable. I can't tell who's talking to me. <laughs> oh man, I can I can make out the uh, Italian Chicago accent from the guy who doesn't know he's he lives in he lived in Mount Greenwood for like thirty years of his life. I can make it out. Ah. Uh. What? All right. What? We've never properly addressed it, and you've you've never never given you know publicly given it to Tim Marciano back about this. You know he does listen to our podcast. He did hear you call him dumb or stupid last week. So come on, you got to bring something back to him. You know what? He's the type of person that when he says things, he just doesn't deserve a response because he's just a. That's a lazy way out, Cosentino. Come on. Oh, this is the guy that used to drive a Toyota Corolla, and he could barely fit in it because he's too tall. <laughs> so. So you go with the tall joke. 
when we go with the remember, short jokes. Remember when he would uh like he would pack all his drums in there in his car in his tiny car and he would like drive to gigs. I man, that was <laughs> that must have been rough. That must have been rough. That must have been rough. I would help him carry the drums up that fucking steep ass hill at Ashbury's. A cursed ass hill in the back there. Do you remember what I'm talking about? God. I yeah, I didn't forget. I actually still I live by that Ashbury's and it's still there. I haven't been in there uh, probably since our you know last show there, which I I think that's when Death Magnetic came out or or was about to come out. I well, think that was no, that was the Bonnaroo show we came yeah, back from. And but then, but that was that was the announcement for Death Magnetic. Um, I I just made mention of uh, of that show on uh, Master the uh, Metallica Love Fest podcast that I do. Um, that show when you and I drove drove back from Bonnaroo and almost died at the Ashbury's. We were waiting downstairs, and they released the name of Death Magnetic, and they like gave us thirty seconds for the open of Judas Kiss. Yeah, You're absolutely I'll right. I'll never forget that. Yeah, I'll never. Yeah, I'll never forget that. And that was just such a great fucking way to introduce the album because that riff sounds directly off of Injustice for All. So <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. Good shit. Um, what the hell were we talking about? Uh, Ashberries, yeah. You know, I'm shocked that you tell us and tell me specifically that Ashberries is still there, that it didn't crumble under the weight of my and Hannah's fat asses back then. Like, <laughs> Christ. Um, uh, uh, especially with all of our large uh, brethren that we would bring up. Like, I'm I'm surprised, surprised the ceiling of that place is still, still uh, hooked up unless they reinforced it. Or the drywall. That was the, that was the fat joke at, at the expense of myself. Everybody, calm down. I'm not as fat as uh, as I used to be then. So shocked that Ash Ashberries is still hanging around. And yeah, Kyle Kyle could talk about the drywall and being intact. Uh yeah, the drywall is intact, and that's all I'll say about that. That one night, it randomly, you know, Kyle walked by it, and there was a hole in there randomly. You know, there's the yeah, magic they- bullet. There's you know, Roswell, New Mexico, and then there's how did the hole get in the drywall at Ashbury's when Kyle walked by it? The mysteries in life. We'll never, we'll, we'll never know. Yeah. We'll never know. Just mysteriously patched up too. It's one of the great life mysteries, that's for sure. Yep, that's for sure indeed. Um, that was also the birth name of uh, Scourge, <laughs> the official member. Uh, our buddy Orville. Yeah. He announced it on stage, and we really weren't sure what our name was going to be, and he just said it, and was like, "Okay, well, that's our name." And, you know. What 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 other names were we toying with other than because like I know Scourge of God sat there for a good while because in breaking news for those of you that didn't know we were Scourge of God for like a few months before we were Scourge so until St. Joseph's College told us that we were Scourge. Oh, that's right. Well, we told them we were Scourge instead of Scourge of God because we wanted to play nice in the Catholic school that we were playing the Battle of the Bands for. <laughs> and damn it, that's still why we only got third place. We played so much better than the rest of those pansy-ass hippie Christian rock fucks. They're all faking that shit to try to get laid with women. I know you're kind. I see you're kind. You're, you said Jesus like 12 times in that one song, sitting there with your little acoustic guitar, probably something Brad Hughes would cry to with his lighter up right in front of him. Christ. Probably. I. That's the that's the school that kicked out Bill Burr. Bill Burr, before he was popular, what? he came there. Yeah, Bill I Burr. I didn't know this story. The, St. Joe's oh, kicked he, out Bill Burr? 
Uh, it was a legendary story. Well, hold on. Uh, so, 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 so this this fucking like uh, this infamous scourge like venue like school. We we had amazing shows here. Has this kind of history of Bill Burr? Please do tell. Oh yeah, this was before he was really popular or people knew who he was. So this is like when it was eight. We were eighteen, and he came to our school and they told all the comedians that like don't <laughs> swear, and Bill Burr just. You know, he just decided that he's not going to do any of that. He's not going to follow any of that. And he just let it rip. And he was funny as fuck. And he, they just basically told him to never come there ever again. Were you at that show? Oh, I absolutely. Absolutely. Holy crap. Does Brad know this? I I, I think I told Brad about okay. this. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Bill Burr because I remembered like him later on. Like, you know, he came to our school and then later on he started to become popular. I'm like, that was the guy that came to our school that one time. And it was um, probably a thick Boston kick- accent. And then he got banned. So <laughs> both Scourge and Bill Burr banned from St. Joe's. I yeah. love it. God. Yep, so I love that St. Joe story, too, because we were so pissed off after the fact. And Kyle was filling out his information to get our $50 check. That God knows where that went to a bunch of 18, nine-year-old boys. Probably the McDonald's down the street. The Denny's. We were classy. The Denny's. Yeah, yeah. Denny's. Uh, we, we were classy. No, it was the truck stop. They have the truck stop over, the, over there. I remember uh, I remember eating in the Pizza Hut a lot in Rensselaer. Like, that oh, was yeah. the only safe place to go, the Pizza Hut. They it should tell you everything about that have, town. They didn't have anything there. They had like a Walmart, like a movie theater, and like a Pizza Hut, and that was it. That sounds exactly like the place you'd go to college because you're so boring. You know what? I actually didn't pick this school. My parents did. So that's a, it's a long story. Um, anyway. Yeah. This was also the school where I blew up. We blew up the speaker. We did blow up the speaker. <laughs> we did blow up that speaker outside. Um, and fun fact, that's not the first time we've blown up a speaker. Did we blow the other one up at Upper Crust Pizza? Uh, we did. Is that is that we, what we I'm properly thinking of? Yeah. We absolutely did. We like uh, we just like pushing the mixer to its brinking point, and and you know you it's, just gotta live it loud, right? It should have told us everything we need to know about our band and how terrible we like we were. <laughs> we were like terrible, terrible, awesome. We were like terrible, but also awesome. So. We really Somewhere only ever had there. like one bad show, and it was the one where we were just all off. Um, Raining blood? No, I don't even count Raining blood because that was just stupid on our part. I'm 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 talking about when we played the VFW, the infamous um, Ryan's voice giving out kind of situation. Uh, Didn't he walk out? Yes. Like, what? And then we had to take over or something like that, yeah. and it was just like. Yeah, that happened more than a few times. <laughs> it did happen more than a few times. <laughs> we had to do that at St. Joe's, too, because he left right before our show, and, and you and I were like looking at each other and like, well, uh, we, we, we've we never sang before. we got to get up there and, and sing, yep. sing our songs. So yep. that was uh, that was something. Yep, um, and I'm going to. And yep, yep, yeah, the video got sliced and diced and all that horse crap because it wouldn't be a fourth mother box if Kyle didn't trip over a sandbag and uh, knock his internet out. So 
Um, no, I'm kidding. Oh, quite, quite over there, Chromebook. Yeah, yeah, well, oh, it, maybe it's my Chromebook. So sorry that it might be my Chromebook, Mister. Let it snow, and as soon as November first hits, he puts it out. It's right under his TV. It's ridiculous. Your mom sends me pictures of it all the time. Let it snow? What? Because you're a you're you're a 45 year old white woman. Like you 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 put out you know like. Um, posters and like blocks of wood in your home that like spell out, you know, words like "let it snow," you know, in in in, in phrases because you're 45 and a white woman named Karen. Um, I yeah, I don't do that in my house. You haven't been to my house, so you haven't seen. I've been to your house, so I've seen a lot. You have not been to my new house, my brand new one with multiple rooms in it, um, with a big picture of your mother right next to Ron Swanson and my Metallica poster. So I'm um, thankful. Uh, well. Thankfully, Winston, Winston sent Win, Winston sent me a video tour. He's been he's been watching out for me. That's good. At least he's doing something productive. He's just been trying to kill lizards over here at this at this new place. But I digress. So yeah, we had some horrible technical issues, but that's what happens around here when um, you're in Central Florida and Chicago. Um, how's the weather? You guys is is like the city finally out of. The, the crap of like spring mess of like leftover winter is it is it warm at least uh it's like 90s it's so you were getting this is the this is the part of the year where we're getting the extremes so okay you get like tornadoes and it's, stuff you know what i'm fine with it you know people are like it's too hot i'm like i don't give a fuck the sun's out that's fine by me i'll just turn on the ac and i'm good these are the you same know? people who will bitch about it when it's like cold in the winter like i can't wait until it's hot and i mean you know it's it's a, i feel like the complaining season is like january to march you're allowed to complain about the weather here because it it's just like it keeps going and it fucking sucks even like into the may it fucking blows so yeah you just you have four months of summer and the rest of the time is winter <laughs> don't again don't I don't have to do another PSA about not coming to Chicago to live no, here. Just no, we did put that on on uh, Instagram, and I think it got a little popularity, like the couple hundred views there. Speaking of views, did you know on the world famous or the galaxy famous Jedi talk your Instagram reel about your mom being canon on the Halcyon over three thousand views, Mister Kyle of Kyle's mom. What do you have to yeah, say about well, there's that? A, there's there's a lot of dumb people on Instagram and a lot of dumb people that follow you, so. I mean, it's it's like I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Okay, it's really all you got. I mean, I don't I don't really have to try hard to take you guys down. So okay, well, you're not trying hard right now, and you haven't taken us down. So I I take you guys down left and right. You guys have nothing. Evan is the only one. It's just like you two what? say the same shit. You and Brad say the same shit all the time. Oh and yeah, Evan. He just he's a he's like a chill. He's a chill motherfucker, and he just waits, and then he just drops a bomb every once in a while, and it's a good insult. And you, you guys should learn from Evan, you know. Oh. But don't don't cry about everything related to Star Wars. Kyle, just learn about like, Kyle over there comebacks. licking licking Evan's butthole, but telling us not to cry about Star Wars. Yet this is the guy, and I'll prove it in a group text message that sent the same thing he sent me from thirteen years ago. Do you have a I mean, comment? You, you get you you say a mother joke and short jokes every day of my life. So that's different. like that's just, it's different. I mean, it's that's different. as recycled as it can get. <laughs> I mean, what I sent you is 
still accurate. I was promoting the oh, donate to find a cure for gingivitis. I mean, it's a serious well, then, condition. Did you Venmo we me to, to help me? Did you, did you send me the, money? We want to rid the planet of gingivitis. Well, then help, help, help me get the ginger out of me. You know, I need a, I need a, I need an anal bleaching kit. <laughs> That's I mean, endorsed by James S. Murray. Us, if, if Disney has taught us anything, all those movies and characters that they made, they now have to go back and change for Ginger. You know, they have to, like, put somebody else in the role because they just don't want Gingers. Like, they Disney just finds Gingers to be offensive. That's just, that's what I'm getting from them. And I mean, you know, the actual it's clear, data. It's a clear, clear message. It's a very yeah. clear message. The data kind of backs that up. Um, and then they make movies and then they give us crappy songs like Scuttlebutt by Aquafina. Lynn Manuel, Lynn Manuel Miranda needs to stay so far away from Disney anymore, and I know that's controversial because everybody loves him. But the best thing he's ever done has been Fatwa from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, That's but the only entertaining thing I've ever seen him in. I just do not find what he does, and I I appreciate that other people do, and I know Hamilton was very successful and people enjoyed it. It is not my thing, and I'm just sharing that it's not my thing. I just. And then putting him in Disney, it just feels you're just just trying to catch lightning, lightning in a bottle, and like the remakes. And maybe this is just me being 37 and used to what I'm used to. And I'm acknowledging it because I I very much feel I'm right, you know. And I know a lot of people feel that way too. But it's just like ah, you're trying to push it to be all edgy and moderny, and when it's just do that with a new story, you know, you you know, elemental or. Elements or whatever the hell that name of that movie is coming out the same day as The Flash, by the way. It's an odd choice for Disney to release that movie on that same weekend. You know, parents of those children are going to be pulling them to see Michael Keaton. You know, we'll go see that movie next weekend, kids. <laughs> um, but anyway, you know, do it. Uh, Elements Elements got a bomb review so Did it? far. Like, it's bad. Jeez. Yeah. It like, looks okay. Super... It looks fine. I don't know. I You know... I, I don't like the Disney remakes. Like, I just don't, I don't really want to see any remakes. Like, honestly, like I just, I saw a few of them. I mean, they're, they're faithful adaptions, but I just like, no, I, I don't know. I just, it, you know, it's such bullshit that they keep doing this and it just shows how dumb we all are that we go see it. Like it just, there's no reason to see a, these remakes. Like they, they might have like a song, an extra song in it. But like when you know the whole story from start to finish, when you've watched it a thousand times across your life, and then you pay money to go see it again, with it's like just slightly different, like what's the point of that? I don't want to see that. And now the biggest slap in the face is they're doing that with Moana, which isn't even a ten-year-old movie. It's it's, it's so unbelievable. You're, there's there is not a single thing there you said that's wrong. You're a thousand percent right. It's lazy. It's lazy. And shame on us for going to see it. I went and saw Little Mermaid. Hell, I've seen. I've seen a good chunk of the live actions. I did not. I have no care at all to watch Pinocchio. Um, Dumbo I didn't watch. And I didn't even... Uh, I haven't watched Peter Pan. It's like... And, and Wendy. Like, yeah. It's like... It's like they don't want to write scripts at Disney or write something new. And I like... You know, I like the fact that no one's writing the right now. Mansion. <laughs> what? No one's writing right now. They're all on strike. Yeah, yeah. That's... That's really unfortunate, and I keep seeing all the things that get are getting delayed, and that's just just terrible. But um, I 
I think, you know, I, I like that Disney is at least trying to do something new. Like they're giving us Haunted Mansion, right? They could do a movie about a lot of their rides and, and it'll be good. Like I enjoyed Jungle Cruise. It was something different. We haven't seen it before. Was it the best movie of all time? No, but hell, I didn't know what was going to happen during, you know, start to finish. It, you know, it, it included some like stuff from the ride. If you've been on the ride, you know it. Hell, do it for more rides. Like, make one about Big Thunder, you know? like Space Mountain. Space Mountain, right? I mean, they, well, they kind of did, but it, Tomorrowland, I guess. Was spa- but then again, I've, I've still never seen that. I'm kind of waiting for that to go on Disney+. Uh, Disney Plus. By the way, um, all in, all Indiana Jones movies on, on Disney+. Plus. I plan on binging all four before Indiana Jones 5, the weekend it comes out. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what you say about it. I don't know, though. It's kind of like Indiana Jones, like the old older ones. When you watch them as a kid, it's like watching the old Star Wars. You know, I can't imagine what people feel like oh, who've now. never seen Star Wars and go back and watch like the OG trilogy. Right. Like if they truly if it truly resonates with them like it did for us when we point. were growing up. It's a good point because but, because the OG trilogy for me doesn't resonate like it does with some others. Like it does and it doesn't. Like I'm I'm way more connected to like the prequel and sequel trilogy characters. I really am. <laughs> and and you know these old old movies they were kind of like the foundations of cinema, right? Like Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, you know, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. All these movies were the foundations of cinema. I mean, modern day cinema. I'm not talking like going far back with like Gone with Wind because obviously like we haven't seen that. But, you know, a lot these were these movies, like especially the ones that I mentioned, really – um, changed cinema in a lot of different ways. I know the second Indiana Jones Temple of Doom changed the, g- gave us the PG 13 rating. Like that was the movie that really changed it because of, you know, some of the scenes in there, like there's like people eating bugs and a guy's heart gets ripped out. Like, you know, it's like, it's pretty intense for some, um, for like, you know, a PG movie. Jurassic Park changed the game by just the, the effects. Like before then, we never seen real uh, practical effects like you know, the, like the T Rex. And if you go back and watch Jurassic Park, like it's nineteen ninety three movie, right, or ninety one? Yep. June eleventh. I just bought that shirt from the tribute store. The date it came out, June eleventh, ninety three. Okay, you know that movie still like looks really good. It I mean, holds maybe up. there's there's been a remaster, but like I don't think if you so. Think about you think about when it's raining and they're like they're all stuck and like the T-Rex has gotten out of his cage. Like that scene is just uh, like a visual masterpiece, right? Especially for the nineties, you know, remember the nineties gave us some of the tacky Batmans and you know, nobody, I don't Well, I don't even really count Bell Kilmer and George Clooney as like a, is like Batman. I don't think anybody really does. So if there's any multiverse cameos in the flash it really doesn't need to be George well, Clooney. There will be, dude, know- dude. Clooney's probably going to be in this. Like they, they, they're going to make a somebody from one uh, of the somebody. Uh, maybe it's not Clooney, but somebody from one of those two films. I'm guaranteed they might make a joke too. I could see, like, you know, who I'd like. I mean, if they didn't have Christian Bale, which is the obvious choice, like Kevin Conroy would be like, you know, a cool choice. You know, maybe like having, I mean, because like they could have filmed him before he passed away. I mean, yeah. obviously, like 
I mean, and he's such he's so like core to who Batman is. He helped to find who Batman is. Like, have him be a part of it some way. I don't know, but I mean, I could I could definitely anticipate that we'll get some more cameos. I don't. I guess I just wouldn't know. Like you know, some of the legacy characters or like the old school characters, like in film. Yeah. That could that could show up other than maybe Christian Bale, George Clooney, you know, from Batman. I mean, it's not like you know Christopher Reeve is still around or anything like that. Um, do you? So yeah, it'll do you be think there's a, there's a bit of a chance that we get Henry Cavill in the Flash at all? It's like a proper send off of so to speak, or maybe they surprise us with something. I think we'll get images of him. You know, and maybe some like story elements that involve him. Oh yeah, they mentioned his name but, in the trailer, so But I can't I can't you know, I don't I don't know. I just think that they're they're just WB's just basically giving all of our Superman fans the middle finger. They're just saying, Fuck you, we don't we don't give a shit. They don't care. You know? Yeah. They'll have some they'll have some like somebody like <laughs> They'll keep, and the biggest is the hypocrisy is just like, you know, they have, they keep Ezra Miller, but get rid of Henry Cavill. Like, I know I'm like past it now, but it's just, it's such a blatant, it's such so blatant hypocrisy. It's just, I know. I, I don't even know. I almost wonder if it's like a test. Like, they're like, let's see how people actually respond if we keep, if we keep somebody along. And they're testing it with like okay. the wrong audience, but it's, it's, Neither here nor there. Yeah, but you, let's test that without Michael Keaton in the film because, you know... Oh, yeah. I'm with you. Not many people are going to miss a film with Michael Keaton, even if there's this controversial star in there. They could have put Harvey Weinstein in there, and people probably would have went to see it. As, like, the penguin or something? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. He'd make an accurately gross penguin. Uh, I don't like that. Um, speaking of the Flash, there's been reports that when the film debuted at the festival, it did. Um, I don't know last month when when people got to see it. It's been reported that the the ending was held from them and like blurred out or something. Like some parts were cut. That's really interesting, interesting that they're doing that, and I, it kind of makes me more excited about the movie. It's like, oh man, what's going on at the end here? That's I wonder. I mean, cause I wonder it's, it's if this is why. What they're doing at the screenings, the free like the free screenings that are out there. Yeah, because I got I got something in my email the, yesterday that there's a screening that I can go to next week oh. and see it. But you know, they they like drop this like on you at the last minute, and of course it's not a theater near me. It's Never like is. down yeah. all the way like in the middle of the week on a Wednesday night in downtown Chicago. And so, like, I'm not going to haul ass from... It just, I could never make it. Like, it was... Yeah, you'd have to get all uh, bulletproof vested up and stuff to go to the city. Nobody wants that. Yeah, nobody wants that. So... I did get my tickets, though. Did you get yours? uh, Not yet. You dick. I mean, I will... uh, I'm going to get them soon, though. So... Well, but, I mean, uh, I mean, you're going to have to. Are you? Is this an opening night one for you, or are you going to go see it on a typical Sunday like you normally do? I don't know because, like, for me, I'm always ready to go see it. But then, like, people that I go with, it's always like I have to like abide by their schedule. I'm just thinking, like, what if I just went to see it without 
Yeah. Or just saw it twice. You See know? it twice. That's what I did I, with like, like uh, I, I Dark Knight Rises. Hate, that's that's what you did with the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I almost hate like waiting for people for anything because for like movies because like I just some movies I can't wait for. If there's Batman in the film, you're gonna go when I go or you're not going. That's that just should be the rule that I that I put out there, you know. That's a because, fair like, rule. I mean, that's a that's a fair rule. It's a very fair Indiana, rule. Indiana Indiana Jones, I might, you know, wait a minute, you know, to yeah, see fair. that because I I want to be hopeful that yeah. maybe the critics are just pieces of shit. Well, critics but, are pieces of shit. Let's which let's they are. That, yeah, they are. Um, was it? Did they butcher the Last Jedi, or was it the other way around? No, it was or the was other it, way around. Critics actually gave it a fantastic score. <laughs> How does that make sense, though? I don't know. I don't know. I really okay. don't know. I don't know. It's well, in the top five on on Rotten Tomatoes, so I think it's second. It was a trivia answer that we answered correctly. Well, bro- maybe a broken clock's right twice in a day or whatever the fucking saying is. Um, so so critics can't always be wrong. I mean, not that we're going to get into a discussion about The Last Jedi. No, because we've, we've, we've done that. We've, we've done that a million times. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I just, I don't, I'm, I know I'll, I'll like it because it's indie, but... I don't want my childhood ruined either. And I saw Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. You know, was it the best Indiana Jones film? No. But was it terrible? Like, people were saying, no, that wasn't it either. You know, it was still faithful, like, to the franchise um, to a certain extent. I mean, you can't really capture that magic of the original. Just like the Star Wars, you just can't, it, you know, you just can't capture that magic anymore. If they remade some of those other ones that I mentioned... It just would be different with today's standards. Like it's really hard to do that. Can I put so, Can I put you on the spot and have you rank the four your four favorite Indiana Jones movies four to one for us? Um, I would say, God. Okay, I'd say Raiders, Last Crusade. Is, is this Is this one to four? Uh, one to four. Yeah. Okay, Raiders, Last Crusade, Temple of Doom, uh, Crystal Skull. Okay, okay. That, I think that would be a fair, a fair way to go. Okay. You know, and it's interesting because Harrison Ford, when he did that, he was like thirty-eight when he did his first movie, uh, The Raiders of the Lost Ark. Was he really? This, Good lord! Yeah. <laughs> so like, he was popular with Han Solo, but he somehow. Ha- Hated Han Solo. I don't. I never understood that. I really don't know why he he he, he, he hated that. I, I actually mean always mean to ask you that because you know him better than, than I I do. It's so wild. I he but you know they ask him questions like this all the time. Like they just actually recently just asked him this, like Han Solo or Indiana Jones, and you know what he says is like he's like why are you asking me this crap? <laughs> like I don't care. <sighs> he, he's. He sounds so like tired or just like on acid. Tired. Every time he's in an, in an interview. And it's not because of his age because like rewind 30 years ago and he sounded the same. Um it's probably the whiskey so, and the and the um ladies of the night from from countries beyond. 
uh, probably. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I don't know. I really hope that the this that that comes out and it's somewhat respectable. But then again, it might have the underdog effect. Like it might where people there. It's been ripped on so hard by critics. People just you know love it love it really hard for some reason. I I know all about loving things hard. I don't even have to say it. And the joke just makes itself to our to our audience. I heard I heard your stupid sound mixer. <laughs> I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna do it again so we can hear it. I'm I'm just gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Uh because <laughs> I, I'm gonna say this and I'm not gonna take it back. I am glad the Halcyon closed. And I you hope that cuts that. deep. You don't mean I that. I hope it cuts it... really deep. And somewhere in the world, I know Evan heard that, and he's he's lighting a fire right now. I was just going to say, you're not talking to Evan T. Boucher over here. You're talking to, uh, um, <laughs> I won't say that, but you're talking to somebody who's accepted it. I know it's closing. I've been on twice. It's all good. But you've never been on, Kyle. You've never been on the Halcyon. You poor son yeah, well. of a bitch. How does that make you feel? That they don't have anything for Harry Potter. And now they never will because Disney shut this town. Oh, they never will because everybody was watching. Oh, yeah. They were watching this and they probably thought that because Disney couldn't do it, that they're not going to try it. Even though it's it's an excellent, excellent idea. Very good. I mean, perhaps they could scale it down to some extent, but. I, but then again, like, could they really even do a Harry Potter? Because the whole premise behind Harry Potter is that you're a wizard. And what what are they going to do with a bunch of people? Like, you can't use wands, right? Oh, you absolutely could use wands. They did some shit in the lightsaber training. They could do similar things. Because, you know, the way they did stuff with, like, the holocron. And, like, Evan fucking moved rocks with the forest, man. Like, they'll be did able to really? figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Did, do you know, um you may not have listened to the this podcast yet because you were in Poland but um just long story short and this is a so the climate simul so let me scale back just just tell you how important it is in Star Wars lore in Princess and the Scoundrel Han and Leia take their honeymoon uh a- after they get married on Endor after the you know the the battle on Endor and they win the war and return of the Jedi they get married on Endor then they go on the Halcyon for their honeymoon uh, and this is all is canon. Is this a book? Yes. This is a book. Okay. Yep. This is all canon. Princess and the Scoundrel, I highly recommend it. It's a very good book. Um, and then when they're on the Halcyon, Leia goes into the climate simulator. And she's looking at the rocks in the climate sim- simulator. And there's a real place that we've been before. And she moves. Like, she she hasn't moved anything with the forest yet, but she knows she's force sensitive. And she moved these rocks with the forest just by chance. She was just try, you know trying to do it. And this is the same place that she decided that she wanted to train with Luke to be a, be, uh, become a Jedi. That's kind of why she started to fuck around with the rocks. So there, if you if you talk to the Sajas or they seek you out based on what your story is, and you know it depends on where your story's going on the Halcyon. Spoiler alert, by the way, if people have avoided it thus far, and if you've got a voyage until September, <laughs> the last one, um, they'll take you into the climate simulator and then they'll, you know, give you a speech and talk about the rocks and, you know, have you stack the rocks and then they have you put them on this one 
um, you know, platform, like this flat, you know, area, there's, there's water around it. And then you just, the Saja talks to you about moving, you know, you know, reaching out to the force. And then there's like a time you're just, you know, looking at it and then the rocks just move right to you. Like you just grabbed them with the force and it's, and it's not just like a cheap effect. It like really fucking looked like Evan was using the force to, to, to pull those rocks. Um, I will send you the video if you want to see it. It's actually on Evan's YouTube. I don't know if you subscribe to it. Oh, I'll look that up because that, that, that'll be cool. Okay, cool. I'll look up, I'll look up his YouTube. Very cool. Yeah, it's good stuff. But, um, yeah, so I don't know how we got on to Star Wars. I think I know. But I kind of want to wrap up the talk about The Flash real quick, um, taking it all the way back. There's also news that apparently – this Flash sequel is, has a script done already? Like, what? Well, they they took so long to film this one, they should have the whole fucking trilogy written. Well, it's like, it's like it's not, it's, it's kind of not what I want to hear. Like, I kind of just want Ezra out of this. Like, take him away. Well, you like, know, the, the script is written. It doesn't mean Ezra's in it. I know, but Andy Machete was like talk was like kind of backing him in this week, and he was like, "I don't know why we'd recast him." I'm like, "Oh, don't say that." No, they they need to recast him. This is bullshit. I don't surprise when they don't. Like, I don't give a shit who you vote for or what your your politics are. If you've done bad shit, you need to, you know, you need to pay for your crimes, right? And we're not talking about stealing bubble gum at Target. We're talking about <laughs> some real heavy shit. Did you um, say Target because it's in the news and people are getting their panties in a bunch uh, about that? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, so <laughs> whatever. S- stealing gum from Wawa. But I don't know. I'm excited I for the I feel like every company's in the news for something. Some everybody hates the company, every organization now for some reason. Oh no no, it's you know? it's it's June, so it's Pride Month. So people who celebrate are out and about. There's parades, there's events, there's everything that's going on. You know, Disney has the merch and companies come out and support it and um I just think it's such a distraction of all the hate that these that people spew at each other, both in support of both sides. It's ridiculous to see that. So I just want to use this platform to say, y'all are fucking crazy. You know, act like adults and let people enjoy their stuff. As long as it's not bothering anybody else or hurting anybody else physically or mentally, it's okay. It's okay for you to sit on your couch and let people be happy. It's okay. Amen. Amen to that. I, I don't know what else to say, but I am very excited about um, The Flash. Uh, I've got tickets opening night, and I'm actually really excited because my um, dad, my stepmom, my great uncle, um, my sister and my sister's boyfriend, and my brother are coming in um, for a stay at Old Key West that Father's Day weekend and then the first night we're staying at Old Key West is when The Flash comes out. Like the, those showings, they start at 7 and they go through midnight. So I'm going with Courtney and we're going with my little brother, sister, her boyfriend. So I'm really excited to be going to a comic book movie with some younger siblings. I think that's fun. Kind of show speaking them. Of com- like this is my speaking, my world. Yes. Speaking of comic book movies, did you go see Into the Spider-Verse? I did. Uh, part 2. I absolutely did. Um, I'll, I, I, I did not. Okay. Um, I I didn't really remember until Thursday that I had work today. <laughs> <laughs> you had so, work today? Oh shit! 
Uh, it's like the rare times of the year where they make us work and it's just stupid. So, okay. um, so yeah, I'm going to go see it during the week. A buddy of mine, I'm going to go with to see, but I, I trust that it was, it was pretty good. It was fan effing tastic. It exceeded my, expect- really? yeah, it exceeded my expectations. I really dig this animation style. Um, I would be 1000% okay if this is what we got out of like big time superhero movies for the next foreseeable future. Um, it, you know, you make a good point about that because, you know, there are just some things from superhero uh, comic from comic books that they just can't adapt live yep. action without it being stupid. Thousand percent stupid looking as fuck like Apocalypse from the X-Men movies. You know, that was that just looked dumber than shit, you know. Um, Kang the Conqueror, yeah. <laughs> dumb as shit. So some of these things just don't translate well, and could work really well for it, an animated series. So I'm glad to hear that it's it's doing well. Um, yeah, you know, I I don't know if we talked about the the bitch and new content from Spider-Man Two, the video game um, from Insomniac with Miles Morales and obviously Peter Parker getting the Venom suit. I mean, that game looks like it's, it's they said the, the, the map of New York is twice as big as the last game. So oh I'm boy. really, I, which is pretty awesome. Um, Cause they nailed a lot of parts of New York and I think that's really cool to see. Hell so, yeah. I'll say this about uh, beyond the spider verse. Since you're seeing it this week, we'll talk in depth about it next week. Then, um, Leave it to Sony to continue to show Marvel how to make a Marvel movie. And that will be my review for but Beyond the Spider-Verse. Sony, Sony doesn't do well with anybody else, you know? Spider-Man, they get uh, right, in my opinion. They didn't, they didn't get Morbius right. They didn't get oh, God, Venom no. right oh, twice. And the first Venom was okay. It was okay. Uh, okay, it was. Would okay. you would you rewatch it though? I, like, would I have you, like rewatch it. I have. Now, me, yeah. <laughs> me. Okay. Case but, in point. <laughs> I still haven't seen Venom Two. If that helps, like that's why I'm defending the, the first Venom. I just went and watched the after scene credit. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> that's really the only thing you need to see from it because the rest of it is just disgusting. Hey. Like, um... You've beaten the main story in Survivor now, right? How do you feel? I have. I have. Um, well, let me say that my game was a bit bugged, and which is a shame. Um, it was enough to get through the game, though. <laughs> but there were certain parts that I'm like, this feels wrong. Like, this feels like this shouldn't be happening right now. Um, but, you know, the game was really cool. I love the story. Like, you know, the the endless exploration, like they they really capitalized and went above and beyond from Fallen Order. And it sounds like Winston agrees with me, which which is good. He must. And that's crazy because my door is closed. I have no idea how you can hear Winston through that. Wow. Um, so, yeah, spoiler alert. I mean, it's been out for, you know, what, two almost two months now, right? Uh, April 28th is when it came out. So a little over a month. <laughs> <laughs> Not all that long. Okay. Well, okay. So, I, I, the one criticism I have of the game, there's one criticism. And if you haven't played or you're playing the game right now, I'm going to give out a spoiler. 
Okay, so five, four, three, two, one. Okay, Darth Vader is in the game. Okay, so not a big surprise if you've played Fallen Order, but our boy Darth Vader uh, it makes an appearance. And you fight you fight Darth Vader as Seer, and actually the fight is pretty epic. Yes. Right? Like the way they did that and the ended her story was brilliant. Um I just wanna like you know, show the huge contrast between that fight and then the final fight with Bode, which is like, so you fight Bode, he becomes the bad guy. And then there's the fight happens in like three stages. And I was not ready or I wasn't really expecting it to be so difficult. I mean, I felt like I was playing Dark Souls. If you've never played Dark Souls, it has a reputation for being one of the most challenging like frustrating games ever. I mean, the games are designed where you just, there's, there's no way for you to get ahead. You could play the game a million hours, buff up your character to infinity and beyond. And you there's still bosses that will hit you once and you're dead. Okay. So dark souls is like the cream of the crop when it comes to difficult games. And this felt, this final boss fight felt like something out of there. Like it took me many tries to beat him and it, you just had to become real strategic about it. And I'm just like, you know, all the other boss fights were pretty fair, you know, fair paced and like, you know, well balanced. But this one was just like, holy shit, you know, <laughs> a, a good uh, final you know, battle because it, it, it the same way when you fought Trilla in Fallen Order. She was she was tough, I, but not not like this. This was just like and and I read that article. I sent you that like I think it was today or yesterday where. You know, people are lowering the difficulty because the game is too hard. And while I feel like that's not true for for yeah. most of the game, I mean, they, they showed stats for how many players are using these stances or using or like. Uh, Do you see how many people difficulty. got killed by the Rancor? Uh, no, but I'd imagine it's quite a bit. Quite, uh, it's, it's like nine and a half million. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. I I heard that there was a double rancor fight and I'm uh-huh. and I I didn't find that but if I did I would be like I'm not doing it because have you if you want to get like a free or not a free but if you want to get a skill point or like a perk you have to do it um it is a fractured um like like a tear in the force have you done any of those right. yet oh I've done a lot of those there was one at um. What's that fat lady shop that you go to to get shit? <laughs> um, you like get like new hairstyles and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I don't so there's burn there's the okay. So the fat lady shop. Okay, so that's that's where you go. And there's a forest tear. Mama there, June's place. And yeah. they and they and they have two big lizards. And while the lizards would be fine to beat, it's just bullshit that like. They stick out their tongue. Oh, the Ogdo Bogdo. Do you remember them from yeah, Fallen Ogdo Order? Bongo. Yeah, I remember. And it, it fucking sucked in there too. But it wasn't like this where it just like like sticks out his tongue and like takes a bite out of you and you're dead. Like I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah. You know? Those are meant to be tough. So there's like the one where you have to use the 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 um bracelet that Marin gave you to go up and down and flip all around like like a few of those are driving me fucking wild. 
I, I it's I can handle the fights against the tough enemies. It's it's those like using the flips and stuff. I get a little too ADHD during that. Oh yeah, yeah. There was one one forest here that I did where you had to keep like jumping from different zip lines to zip lines and then oh. use a different skill. And it was like it, it was such a it was such a pain in the ass. Like I did it like fifty times, and I'm like I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't do any more than that. Uh, it's a great fucking game, though. I can't wait. Oh, by the way, just to keep you on your toes, and I, I figured this out last week, but there is 1,000% of free roaming Rancor in the game. Have fun with that. A free roaming yeah, Rancor? Yeah, you're, you're just going to turn the corner on Kobo one day, and there's going to be a Rancor there waiting for you. I com- I ran into one like where I shouldn't have been, and I'm like, this is a free rain- walking area. And, like, the Empire were, like, shooting at him, and then, like, the Rancor just kept swatting him away on his way. He's just, like, walking. It was crazy. Took him down again, but, man, that was fucking crazy. So have fun wow. for that, yeah. Um, I, You know, I just got to say, you know, I while I've, like, really liked Cal Kessis' story and how it continued, I really, you know, was surprised by Seer. Like, she wasn't in the game a lot. But, like, her story arc was just brilliant and amazing. Like, you really... I completely agree. Like, it, and it's, it's, it's really great to see that because, like, they did a good job because, like, you didn't see a lot of her and they made it work really well. Especially when Darth Vader showed up. Like, you just... You could really see the level of emotion and, and the tension and just, like, everything that she fought for. So it's, like... I was blown away by that part of it, and it, it kind of caught me by surprise. So I got so if, wrapped up in the end when Cal was watching her body burn, and then just like he watched the whole thing happen as life was happening around him. Man, that was that was heavy. Yeah, this was a lot of loss and a lot of grief, and it it kind of made sense why he embraced the dark side a bit in this game. Mm-hmm. And so I could see part three, which you know, let's face it there's no reason they're not going to do a part three yeah. uh, where he is about, I would probably call it Jedi redemption because he embraced the dark side and he killed, he had to kill Bode and he sees Seer die, you know, Cordova die, you know, everybody he loves is dead. Gerald Paul. Um, what's his name on, uh, when he was Prof. a scrapper, Prof. Prof, yeah, right? Prof, yeah. I would love so to he, see. I'd love to see the third game with like him and Marin raising Kata, because Kata's his Padawan now. Yeah, you know, and that that could be a good storyline. And I think Marin actually, I I started to like a lot more too. She was a she had a really great role in this game. Oh yeah. Like, even though she did nothing for you in the Bone fight, she's like, she's like. Distract him. I'll, I'll take him from the shadows. And then she fucking does nothing. I'll I'm take like, him from the shadows. She's just like in the shadows, like, you know. Taking a I shadow know, dump. Pick... Night yeah, sister she's, poop. <laughs> she's picking her ass in the shadows. I'm like, fucking help me. This guy's crazy, insane. That should Bo be the name of the at... episode. Marin picks her ass in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. Shadow picker. Ass picker. Uh, shadow ass picker. <laughs> but for... So, like, has Brad or Evan played this game yet, or are no. they just not? They're just living vicariously through you? They are I mean, living vicariously through me, and I just broke something to the two of them the other day, which is the end of that bounty hunter thing, which kills me that you can't do this, because I want to talk about oh, what, what happens. Yeah, 
I already ass- feel like I know what it is. It's probably something to do with Boba Fett because. Do you want the answer? Um, I think I do. Is okay. it Boba Fett? It it's Boba Fett. Yeah. Okay, because I'm just like, you know, it's it's not anybody else. It's not the Mando because considering the timeline, the only person that makes sense is Boba Fett. Yeah, man. And it's so good. So once you get all the bounties, you end up fighting the. You you have a fight with the chick. I'll I'll leave out those the details of why, but you fight the chick, and then Boba shows up at the end. Well, that's that is interesting. Yeah, and it's voiced by Tamara Morrison too, which is fucking awesome. Oh wow! Well, yeah. that that makes sense. That's good. I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad for that. So, wow. Well, so um, I can't. I don't know if I said this, uh, but I can't do the bounty. Yeah. All, I can't get all the bounty hunters because like the game is bugged. I uh, know like, that's such a big bug. Ch- it's kind of disappointing. It's a little disappointing. The chicken, the chicken Pylon Saloon just won't give me any more like rumors. <laughs> so I I'm missing like six pucks, and I can't I can't go do it. That's all right. I'm so I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm sure I they're on Zel- it. I got Zelda, so I'm gonna play that until the end of time. Apparently, because the game is massive, and when they finally um do an update i will stop zelda to go and you know collect these bounties immediately that comes out soon yes you must um anything else you want to talk about today as we wrap it up um anything else we miss i mean it could have been saturday night this is what we're doing two white guys with a podcast we also go to therapy everybody I think I think that's that's about it. That's about it. Well, all right. Well, you guys have been great. We've been Fourth Mother Box. Thank you for joining. Follow us at Fourth Mother Box on Instagram, youtube.com slash Fourth Mother Box. Hopefully we got this up by sometime this weekend or early Monday. Uh, let us know. Reach out to us on Instagram how excited you are for The Flash. Um, thank you again for joining. And as always, if this is your first time in, we leave Kylo Kylo? Good. Kylo. I must have the sequels That's on fine. my mind. We have Kyle. That's fine. That's fine. All right. If you want to be Kylo, Kylo today gives us the final words of every show. So go right ahead, Kylo. I think Evan just got a boner. So uh, this is the first show. Or, well, not really the first show, but the first, I guess, first, the first second show <laughs> that we're doing video. And uh, hope you enjoy seeing our ugly faces. Thank you and good night.